Praise the Lord for the powerful testimony that we heard from our brother Mesrop two weeks ago. Yes, I wasn't present at that particular meeting, but I have personally heard his testimony. Uh, for that magnificent healing that took place in him. Uh, and what our, uh, the testimony our sister gave us last week also contained parts of healing in its contents. Uh, Brother Mestrov said that uh, we don't hear a lot about healing in this church. Why not? What is the reason? And I realized that this is a true fact. Uh, also, Sister Shushik was uh, saying that, emphasizing that uh, there is a need for us to hear about miracles and healings a lot. I know that we have difficulty when it comes to healing sometimes. Uh, because there have been times that we have prayed prayer of healing, but unfortunately they have departed from us. Uh, and we've lost hope sometimes. And there are times when we have prayed for the healing of certain sick people and they have got healed. Uh, I personally had cut myself off from the healing <laughs> and I have prayed that God will give me reconciliation where it comes to the uh, 
Եվ երբ եմեն մտածում եմ այսքան բժշկություն հերպիտի լինի ավետարանի մեջ։ And I sometimes question why is there so much about healing in the New Testament? Ինչու աստված այսքան բժշկության պատմություններով ամեզի զբաղվածել։ Why does God want us to be occupied so much by healing? Եվ շատ մտածում եմ որ ինչու աստված եկեղեցուն ինչտեղ կարդացինք մեզի ասելա որ հիվանդների համար աղոթեք And sometimes I feel that I would have been more comfortable if there was no healing mentioned in the Bible. Որտեղ շատ եկեղեցիներ իմանում եք միայն հոգու բժշկության մասին են խոսում եւ էլ մարմնի բժշկության կարևորություն չեն տալիս. Because as you know some churches only concentrate about spiritual healing and they give no weight to physical healing. Հիմա էլ մեր վիճակը մեծ մի բան այղեր որ երբ որ լսում ենք մեկը վատ հիվանդություն է գտել օրինակ քանսերը գտել արդեն մեզի պատրաստում ենք իր մահվան համար Uh, and uh, we've reached uh, such a point that when we hear that someone is suffering say from cancer we automatically uh, uh, prepare ourselves for the departure of that and we have accepted that that is how it's going to be and this is a difficulty that we have yes kitem vor yerpema astvats kamenuma voroshnerin tani I do know that sometimes God is desirous of taking certain people to him. That is about God and, and that is in his will. It says in the Bible there are mysteries that belong to God alone. But there are things that are manifest It is not for us to decide who will stay and who will depart. Yes, այն ժամանակ որ անահիտի հետ նշանվամ when i was engaged to anahit մեկ օքին ձանի շատ մի զարմանալի հարցարա վեր կիշեր someone asked a very unusual question from me ասա մարդ կարող է մի թե իրաստիրտը երկու օքու տա is it possible so to someone to give his heart to two different people երկու օքու երկու օքու I said of course it's not possible. Then how is it that you have given your heart to Jesus and also you've given your heart to your fiance? And he was laughing when he asked. This. And we were in a gathering when he said. Yes, man, kamis mutatam kishtasum, ish patas kham pet keda. And I was taken aback and I thought what answer can I give to this? Yev espesin samar haytnavab. And this revelation came yes, to me. I have given my heart to the Lord. But God in his generosity has given this heart a gift. Uh, my heart is the playground of God. Filled. Uh, my heart is like a pasture and God has decided to plant a beautiful tree there. The land belongs to him. He can do what he wants. And the time might come when he will uproot that tree. It belongs to him. 
that tree does not belong. Tere. He is the Lord. And he might think that it's right to plant another tree in that field. And so it goes on. Sometimes he gives fruit to the tree and sometimes he picks the fruit and takes it That belongs to him. What is our part in all this? I feel if we do our part well and if it is in God's will to take a lot away at that time then our conscience is clear that I've done all and I haven't weakened in what duty I had this is what was God's will I belong to his will. But we have to do all we can in our part towards him. Paul says that I had a thorn in my flesh. I prayed for it to be removed, but it wasn't removed. And the Lord told me that I want you to remain like that. And I accepted it joyously and I started praising him. And I said, God's grace is sufficient for me. But then when we haven't done our part towards healing, and healing therefore does not take place, then we, haven't, we have fallen short. Uh, I have prayed that God will clarify the healing for us so that we don't depend on our experiences depend on the word of God uh, brother Shavash encourages me every day that we should go for miracles if we remove the reality of miracles from the Christian faith Christian faith becomes like any other religion we have to accept that today can be a day of healing if we don't accept that, then we are all sick in our church. And we have to continue in sickness all the time. Sometimes you see a small gathering and 80-90% of them are ailing. And I question, is this what you desire, God? Is this the normality? Is this how it should be? Have you seen someone come to the presence of Jesus and ask for healing? And for Jesus to refuse and say, no, I don't want to heal you. I'm sorry, the healing is not for you. But I don't have time for I'm not in the mood for healing today. I don't want to heal you. I can't heal you. Go and get home with your life. Do you see even one incident of this? He healed all of them. 
Ես աղոթում եմ ձեր բարձիր հայտնություն տուր մեզի բժշկության համար։ I'm praying that God will give revelation to everyone I know that our faith when the area of healing is concerned is And we have accepted that if there have been instances when we haven't had results, that is how it's going to be from I want to give you a few pointers that what we should do on our part. The first step that we have to take towards physical healing is to have spiritual healing. We have to have a healthy spirit so that God can heal our physical bodies. In John it says, I'm praying that in everything you will be healthy just as your spirit is healthy. And time and time again we see that uh, attitude and spiritual healing walk in hand in hand with When they brought the lame to his presence first he dealt with his spiritual sin then he dealt with his physical sickness. The other disabled person who'd been disabled over 30 years, he said, I'm healing you physically, but I go and sin no more. I want you to be healed spiritually as well. David says in the Psalms, praise the Lord that he forgives all your sins and he delivers you from all your physical sickness. Have you noticed what it says in Isaiah 53? It's a very famous chapter in the Bible. It's about the cross of Jesus. Uh, it says that Jesus, when he was on the cross, he took upon himself three things. In chapter 53, it emphasizes three things that he took upon himself on the cross. First of all, he took all our sins upon himself. He took all our anxieties upon himself. And the third point is that he took all our pains upon himself. We uh, consist of different parts. We have spirit, we have breath, and we have body. When he took our sins away, he healed our spirit. When he took our anxieties away, uh, he healed our uh, problems, emotional and mind. When he took our pain away, our physical pain away, he healed our body. It says that by his wounds we have been healed. Not only he provided salvation, but he also provided healing for us on the cross. And there are many other verses that back it up that the uh, healing of the spirit and the soul go hand in hand with physical healing. 
And he directed him to a particular pool. He said, go to that pool, wash your eyes, and you will be able to see. Why did Jesus do that? To make a mixture with mud, with his saliva, put it on his eyes. What for? He wanted to see that the man would be obedient to his style. Ten lepers came to him, to Jesus, and said, we want you to heal us. Go and show yourself to the priest. They were on their way to go and see the priest in obedience, and because they'd been obedient, before seeing the priest, they received healing. So when we obey, we see the manifestation of his healing in our life. Elijah told this leper, if you go into the river of Jordan seven times, enter and come out. Repeat it seven times, you will be healed. And when he did it, he was healed. When we obey him, then the way is prepared for him to be I know a person who is a member of a very well-known church. 
that person became very sick. And no matter how much we prayed, there was no healing. And one day he prayed said, God, show me why I am not receiving healing. And God told him that you have to give your tithe 10%. The way you should give, you don't give. And you are stealing from my share. And I've told them, those who don't pay their tithe, they're on the curse. Some people play around with this. They say, this is the time of the Old Testament. Testament One day, if you won't find it offensive, if you give me permission, I will talk to you about that because... Actually, the New Testament emphasizes it more than the Old. If in the Old Testament days they were giving 10%, we have to give much more. And I will prove it to you in the world. And we're preparing a leaflet in English and Farsi that can be distributed. So that man says that when I accepted from God and started paying my tithe 10% accurately, my healing took place. What area of our life is it that we are not obedient? Become obedient in that point so that God can heal us and deliver us from sin. The third pointer for healing, again in Exodus, there are many other portions of the Bible, but we're referring to Exodus. Exodus 23. Verse 25. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you, and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. Worship, worship. When you start worshiping the Lord, your healing becomes manifest. So it's very important when we want healing, we have to occupy our thoughts and our mind uh, with God. Meditate on Him. Give Him time. Occupy our thoughts with Him. Often we concentrate on our sickness. And for that reason, we are not getting healing. We are preoccupied with our sickness, but not with the doctor. Uh, reflect ourselves not on the Lord or not on the healer. Seventeen years ago, a sister came to me. She cried and cried during the meeting on that day. In a loud voice, she was sobbing. 
And uh, she had a carry cot, and in the carry cot was a baby. She came forward sobbing, and she just threw the carry cot. And she was beating herself and sobbing and saying how miserable she was. What had happened? Baby was 40 days old. The left hand of the baby was deformed and like frozen. That's how the baby was born. And the doctors were unable to do anything medically because that's how she was born. Uh, our children and uh, Vasken and Jenik know the parents. And we still have very close relationship. Every month we speak on the telephone. And they have a very good ministry in the church. Uh, the question of this lady was why has God given us such a baby it's my first child and she's a daughter I imagine when she grows up and she's just able to use one arm or the other one is frozen it's a big pain for me then what have I done that God should punish me like this? She was screaming, sobbing. She was very distressed. Uh, we find it very difficult to calm her down. We started talking to her calmly. The baby was in the caricot on the pulpit and she was glancing towards her. I told her, don't keep looking at the child. That is not, she is not your problem. Look at the Lord. How can I look at the Lord when this child is here like this in front of me? I asked some of the brothers to come and take the child away so that she can listen to what I'm saying. Baby was sleeping, they took her to another room. I said to the sister, look at me, listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to talk to you about the Lord. Your problem, your difficulty is not the baby. Uh, because of this difficulty, God wants to have a big encounter with you. Uh, she sat up and started listening. And the Holy Spirit started opening her and she started seeing the glory of God. And that night she committed herself totally to the Lord. I said, forget about the baby. Occupy yourself with the thoughts of the Lord. Lord says, if you seek my kingdom, everything shall be added unto you. Then what happens? She totally committed herself to the Lord. The face started looking She had new birth. She looked very happy. She said, it's the first time that I feel so peaceful in my life. How lovely this new life is. 
When she wanted to go, she forgot to take the baby home with her. <laughs> Called her back, said, you have a baby, come back. <laughs> Think she said, I should forget about the baby, I'm living with the Lord now. And then we started praying for the baby. Anointed her with oil. Ah, this sister and her husband soon will be coming to England. You will hear this testimony personally from them. She went, she went home. It was a Friday. Sunday she came. She was very happy. I thought to myself, maybe healing has taken place. Ten days later, she came to church. This time she brought the baby with her. She said, I've been studying the Lord. In ten days, she got as far as James. I said, Brother Edward, it says here you have to anoint. You haven't anointed this baby with oil. In ten days, she had read from Matthew until James. Just like us who read so much. You go what's up? I anointed the baby with oil. She returned full of joy. They go home. Give uh, milk to the baby. The father of the woman goes to baby's bedroom to take something. Sees that the baby is using her left hand to scratch her head. And the arm is going up and down, up and down. All the evidence, all the x-rays, uh, all the tests were showing that this was... Suddenly there was a commotion in this household. And they send word for us to go to the house. And when we go to the house, huge celebrations are going on. Through this family, 30 members of her, her family have come to know the Lord. Uh, the name of the lady is Azar, the name of the husband is Hadi, and the child's name is Sarbenos. Is this the truth, Vazgen, or is he making it up? <laughs> it's the truth. Brothers and sisters, when we occupy ourselves with the things of the Lord, God removes our sickness. When we continuously reflect on ourselves, what am I going to do? What will be my What is the doctor going to say? What is the x-ray going to say? 
is this medicine going to help me or not? You are not preoccupied with the real thing. Worship the Lord. Meaning, occupy yourselves with the things of the Lord. And he will bless your water and your bread and the sickness will disappear. Can you say hallelujah? The fourth condition. If you want to have physical healing, we have to be bright in our relationships. Rubik has only preached once in this church. I hope he will preach again. Can you remember what he preached about that once he preached? It was about relationships. We have to heal our relationships first. If you want to have physical healing, we have to have healing in our relationships. And Haik touched on this in his preaching, how we have to forgive one another. So you see, realize not only I preach well, I'm a good listener too. I have a good mouth and also good ears. So I do remember what you preach very well. Watch it. <laughs> In James 5, it says, confess your sins to one another, pray one another, so that you will have healing. Tonight we are going to have communion table. And what does the Bible say about the communion table? Analyze the body of Christ. What does it mean? Do you know that this is directly connected with healing? And also to our relationships with one another? First of all, church is the body of Christ. When it says analyze the body of Christ, means what is my position in the church and how is my relationship with the other members of the church? And when I, when I realize that and when I correct my relationship with the other members, I prepare the way for healing. It is it is very, very important that we have healing in our relationships with one another. God took our, all our sickness on himself, on, in his body, so that we can be healed. Uh, and he's told us that if you want to be healed, you have to be prepared to forgive others. When uh, Job started forgiving his friends and started praying for them, God started the healing process in his life. When uh, Moses started praying for his sister and forgiving her and praying for her healing started taking place in her life. And before going to the table, I want to emphasize one other condition. 
All of us know this, but I don't know how much we carry it out. Pars yerekhakan havatk pishishkuchan payman. One of the conditions of healing is having a childlike faith. Shat pars yerekhakan. A very simple childlike faith. Menk shatenk metzatzet. We have matured too much, maybe grown too much. It would be nice if we would return to childhood. And often we are wise like the serpent, serpent, but we are not innocent as doves. God wants us to have a very simple faith. If prayer of faith will be healed. Jesus said that believers will follow these conditions and in faith will put hand on the sick person and receive healing. We need to have a very simple faith. Sometimes we have too many things on our mind uh, which don't allow us to have that simple faith that we should have. Brother Lazarus was telling me a story. Uh, we wanted to pray for somebody who was uh, possessed by evil spirits, for the evil spirits to go. This was in Armenia. Started praying very vigorously and ordering the evil spirits to And the man was screaming back even more. A long time we were persevering, sweating, removed some of our clothes, ordered again the spirits Two or three hours we were struggling. He wasn't getting released. We were all tired. A very simple, short person called Hambartsum came along. They said that this man, in the name of Jesus, cast out evil spirits. I want, Lazarus was saying that, I wanted to see what does he do that he casts out spirits. I wanted to know his secrets. Ambarsum came and said, clear the way, get out of the way. Uh, told the uh, man possessed of uh, evil spirits. Very calmly. <laughs> get out, get out of there. Simple, just get out. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, get the hell out of there. As if he's shooing flies away. Out, out. Very calmly, very relaxed way. <laughs> and they, they cast that. The man was calm. The man was relieved. ourselves. We couldn't do anything. How did you do this? Very simply. So turn around and says, why did you make such a big thing out of Satan? Why are you making it so hard for yourselves? When we make things difficult, they really become difficult. God ways are often very simple. Uh, accept that it is simple. 
If we expect it not to happen, it won't happen. If we treat it as a mystery, it will become a mystery for us. If we consider an impossibility, it will be impossible. If we consider it impossible, it will become impossible. If we think that it will take a long time, it will really take a long time. It says it will be done according to your faith. We have to have a simple faith like like a child. Yes, no maturish I want to share another testimony with you, all I really want this simple faith to become a revelation to you. When I was ministering in Isfahan in Iran, a lady had started coming to our church. She was from an Anglican church. Uh, she was limping in both legs. She was on crutches. She used to come to our church and listen to the word of God. Brother Edward, my church has sent me to this church because I have heard that you believe and you have ministry of healing in your church. And I do believe in healing. And I believe that uh, healing can take place in my life. He said, very calmly, he said, when can you come and pray for me so that I can get healing? Uh, she was so sure that the day that we decided I go for uh, praying, she would be healed. We decided Friday, 3 o'clock, I'm going to pray for her. And she said, we both will fast on that day. And she said, is it necessary to fast? (laughs) To be on the safe side, I've decided to fast. You fast as well. (laughs) She took the matter very lightly. Unlike us who make it very difficult. Before Friday, spiritually, I was in very bad condition. Yeah, very bad, spiritually, emotionally. I was particularly bad on Friday. Down, hopeless, despondent, The whole burden of the world was in my Lord, I'm going to pray for a lame person. What is my condition? How am I going to do it? So I decided that it's better for me not to go. I was supposed to fast on that day. I didn't even fast. I was very upset. I didn't even pray. I had no faith that she would be well, I need somebody to pray for me. How can I pray for anybody else? Yeah. 
When it was approaching 3 o'clock, I started having doubts. This will be very embarrassing. She's a very respectable lady, very well-known lady, neighbor. It will be very embarrassing if I don't turn up. I know nothing's going to happen. Let me go and say my bit of prayer. So that at least she won't be offended with me. I won't even take too much of it. I might live quickly. I'm not in the mood. I won't stay long. I went to their house. She's sitting there calmly, waiting for me. There was a French sister sitting there with her. So I said to her, Sarah Khanum, I'm not going to stay here for a long time. I've just come to say the prayer and go. She said, that's fine. That's all I expect. I delivered the driest, the shortest, the most emotional prayer of my life. I was forcing myself to pray. Nothing was coming out of my mouth. I was just expecting to say, Amen and out. While I was delivering this beautiful prayer, I saw one of the crutches went. I thought maybe she'd accidentally let it go out of her hands. And I saw that the second crutch went, and before I could say amen, she jumped up. She started stamping the ground with her feet. Without expressing too much emotion or commotion or anything, she started walking and said, I'm here. I was amazed. Truly this woman was lame? Was she really lame? I was watching her amazed. <laughs> she looked at my face and I said, the way I was looking, I said, Brother Edward, don't you remember on Sunday you said, uh, don't be amazed when you see miracles. Be amazed when you don't see miracles. Why are you looking at me like that? So I asked her, were you truly lame? She was a very short lady, so she got up on top of a chair and from top of the cupboard she brought down a big file showing all the tests, the results, the x-ray, everything which were proof of her condition. Uh, he had, uh, she had visited uh, very well-known English doctors who were at the time in Iran, and they had confirmed her sickness and condition. Apparently, there was no blood flowing in her leg. Both her legs were in that condition that dried up. God gave life to those dead legs. And what did God prove to me? He said to me, Edward, 
when you are not feeling well, don't look at yourself. I am not limited by your emotions. And when you are not in the mood, even then I'm standing on my promises. You carry on with what you have to do. And don't doubt. And even when you are not feeling well, carry out what I've told you to do. Because it is not you who does the healing, it is I. Look at me. And I realized that, that if I had gone there feeling well, I would have put everything to my own credit. That, that woman lived for 20 years further and she had very strong legs and she gave a big banquet and invited all her relatives and friends in Isfahan and gave her testimony of healing God looked at her faith a faith that she accepted very simple we have to have this simple faith. Let us return to when we first came to know the Lord. Yeah, we've grown very thick. Like a big tree. Let us become like a young branch in the hands of the Lord. Negative. We preoccupied ourselves with negative thoughts. These negative thoughts don't allow us to have simple faith. Why did this happen? Why did the other one get it? Why and have the assurance that if we do our part, God will do his part. If I have done my part, then I will be obedient to what he decides to do. But I sometimes think that we don't carry out our part very well. That's why the healing we see is very limited. I pray that we will see much more healing in our church. So that every Sunday we will hear that people have Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We prayed for Kevin this morning. We're going to pray for him again and anoint him with all. Praise God for his positive spirit. Together we will pray for him. Praise the Lord for his faith. The beautiful smile and the radiant face that we have. We know that God, he has accepted God as his doctor. And I have always enjoyed his childlike simple faith. And I have taken an example for myself from his faith. So with that simple faith, accept to do healing in our lives. Please be upstanding.